Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 91 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is Stefan Tilkoff. Stefan is a co-founder and principal consultant at InnoQ, a technology consulting company with offices in Germany and Switzerland. He has been involved in the design of large-scale distributed systems for more than two decades using a variety of technologies and tools. He has authored numerous articles and a book and is a frequent speaker at conferences around the world. So, Stefan, can I ask you maybe to expand on that brief summary and tell us a little bit more about yourself? Well, actually, that covers most of what I did in the past 20-some years. But um, these days, I mostly divide my time between um, doing company management stuff and you know sales and client things and doing technical stuff. So I still maintain a lot of I still want to do a lot of lot of technical things, so I still um, consult with clients. I don't get to program much anymore, which is kind of sad, except in my spare time. But I do uh, spend a lot of time talking with clients about architecture and the design of systems, and that's something I really enjoy. But I also do enjoy the other stuff. I typically say it's the stuff nobody else wants to do, which is why I, I end up doing it. Right. That's a bit of a lie. <laughs> I actually do enjoy both sides, and I do enjoy the fact that I get to do so many different things. Yeah, it's nice to keep your hand in, as it were, when you're actually running things. Yeah, very much so. Okay, Stefan, can you maybe share a unique career tip with the IT Career Energizer audience, one they might not know and possibly should? I'm not sure about its uniqueness, but maybe the one thing that people are not looking for or looking at if they if they start out their IT career is this whole speaking thing. For some reason, I started doing that pretty early in my career. I started giving talks, and um, I think it has given me tremendous value. It's been, I had a chance to learn a lot doing that, and I believe it um, has helped me in lots of respects with client engagements, with meetings, with negotiations of any sort. Um, the fact that I'm, I'm now very, very used to talking to people with or without being prepared um, has helped me a lot in my career in many regards. So if I would give advice, if I were to give advice to people, that would probably be my number one advice. Try to get into speaking and, and getting yourself into uh, situations where that may feel uncomfortable at first, but actually help you a lot in getting your ideas across. Yeah, so has it helped you in your sort of confidence in particular with, with engagements with clients, for example? Oh, absolutely. I very vividly remember the very first time I did something like that and I was scared to death and I hated every second of it until it started. Um, so the preparation was was horrible and I was afraid and I really was in mortal fear of what was about to happen. And um, then I sort of managed to get through it and doing that again and again and again has, has helped build up confidence a lot. No question about it. Great. Okay. Can you maybe tell us about your worst IT career moment and what you learned from that experience? Well, interestingly enough, it's it's related to that. So I was asked to step in for the project manager. I was still a, a rookie programmer with about, I don't know, maybe two years of experience. Um, but I was the only one on the team who knew that particular programming language that was being used back then, which was C++. 
And because I had used that um, during my university courses, I was sort of the only person who knew anything about it. So I ended up having a lot more responsibility than was good for me. And uh, so when the project manager couldn't make it to a client meeting, I had to present. And that was actually the very first time I ever had to do that. And it was a complete disaster. It was like, do you know those TV shows where a stand-up comedian completely bombs and completely fails? Yes. And no, it, it was exactly like that. I did everything wrong, and it was a complete embarrassment. And uh, afterwards, one of the other, it was actually an employee of the clients who worked with us very closely in, the, in that particular project, came to me and said with a low voice and in confidence, um, well, this presenting thing really isn't for you, is it? And that made it even worse. She was trying to be sympathetic and... <laughs> try to help me and was really I I felt bad for like two or three days and maybe that motivated me to get into this whole thing even even more so that was probably my worst IT career moment right okay so moving away from your worst moment can you maybe talk about your IT career highlight or greatest success so probably the the best IT career highlight I had was when we managed to save a project it is again maybe a little bit related because it was something that was a disaster first. So in this particular project, everything went wrong, like absolutely everything in terms of tech and in terms of um, business requirements and in terms of the team and the client and, and the relationship with the client. And basically everything was a, was a complete disaster and everybody had sort of given up on the, on the whole thing. And uh, then a number of uh, very heroic People within the company started to turn it around, and we invested a lot of time doing that. So it was, it was not at all my own uh, or my my sole thing, but I sort of helped with the whole effort. And we managed to turn the project around, and we actually had the client express that they had never expected us to finish this thing ever, and they were really happy with the end result. So turning that thing around and turning it into something that the client then continued to use for maybe a decade or so was really uh, happy and productive with. That was probably... Uh, a very cool thing. It was it was so great or it felt great because it was unexpected. It felt better than the projects that went smoothly from the from the very start. Yeah. Because we managed to turn it around. So I think that is something it's not as if as if anybody should be looking for things to fail to have that moment. No. But if it does and if you manage to turn it around, that feels really nice. Sure. It must have been a bit of a roller coaster of emotions as well during that. Period. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. It was, it was one of the very few times where I really woke up at night worrying about the whole thing, which is not this, something I typically do, and I don't recommend anybody should be doing that, carrying work stress and, and, and overload into their spare time. But this particular time was so stressful. But in the end, everything turned out well, so so it's it's kind of okay. Great. Okay. So, Stefan, maybe you can tell us what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT in particular. Well, I think it is, there's never been a better time to be in this industry. I've been in it for, for quite some time. So I started out programming professionally in the early 90s. I loved it when I was young and, and, and enthusiastic about the whole thing. And then I sort of got a little bit bored of it at the end of the 90s, I think. No, the early 2000s, that I think was the time when I felt that technology was sort of getting slightly boring because the tech that I, I'd been involved with at that particular time basically centered around two programming languages and frameworks and, and everybody was essentially doing mostly the same thing and it seemed as if there was nothing really that fantastically interesting happening anymore 
And then that changed drastically. And I feel that starting from maybe 2008 or nine or something like that onwards, um, things have only ever gotten more interesting. I think it's absolutely fascinating how much IT now influences absolutely everything around us and everybody's talking about it. And every business you talk to and every business owner or executive you talk to essentially only talks about IT related stuff because that really makes up almost everything in business these days. And even in their private lives, people are in touch with IT related things all the time. So I think there's really nothing that it maybe it maybe it should even stop being a thing, right? If it's if it's in everything and everybody does it all the time, so why does it need a separate name? It's just what we do. So I think being knowledgeable about that particular thing and being able to influence stuff and and work in this in a um, more connected fashion, getting more to the core of the whole thing than just being a user is is an awesome chance that people have in IT, and I would never trade it for any other job. We're going to move into the reveal round now. We're going to find out a little bit more about you and how you think about IT. So what first attracted you to a career in IT? It was basically the amazing discovery that I was able to tell this machine what it was supposed to do. So like many people in my generation, I got in touch with computers when they were a new thing for, for most most people. So I was playing around with the computer when I was like maybe age 10 or 11. And I found it brilliant that I was able to get this thing to do something. And this feeling of being able to explore and discover things, that was really something that intrigued me a lot. I don't know whether I would have gotten into IT if it had been as, this may, may sound arrogant, that's not how I mean it, if it had been as easy as it is today. Yeah. Because I love the the fact that I had to really, really invest time to find out even the simplest things. It was really like like a detective story for me at that age. And I always loved this this finding out and learning new things. I think one of the things that I often forget is that when you bought a, a desktop computer back in you know early 90s it wasn't configured there was nothing on it you had to do it all yourself absolutely yeah and you, when you got those things i vividly remember being in, in in a shopping mall where there were computers sold you know like a like vic 20 and and, and yep. whatever those things were i think my first computer was a sinclair zx81 uh-huh yes so those things they didn't do anything and they just sat there for you to look at or maybe type 10 print hello 20 go to 10 yes. uh, so you that was how you started doing anything with them and i, I love that phase what is the best career advice you've ever received probably the best th- advice i've received was um not related to the speaking thing but very closely related to writing so um somebody early on made it very clear to me that I was not supposed to only write programs, even though that was what I wanted to do 100% of my time. Um, I got encouraged to write documentation and, um, you know, proposals and explain how I write things and do some concept work. And uh, it later turned into article and, and book writing. And I think that is a, a very important piece of the puzzle that you're able to express your thoughts somewhat clearly my former boss making that very clear to me early on was a was a strong influence on me. If you were to begin your IT career again right now, what would you do? I think I would look for uh, fun stuff to play with. This is one of the very few professions where you can actually have a lot of fun um, because you can build things that don't really serve a 
commercial purpose. They don't have to make you tons of money. They just should be fun. And programming and building things is fun. So maybe as an as something to to keep you interested in the whole thing, um, no matter what maybe a stressful thing you have at your day job, start playing out, playing with stuff and build things for your own purposes, for your friends, for your community. Uh, maybe do some open source stuff. Maybe do some something that you believe will help society. Of course, not everyone's privileged enough to have a spare time to do that. Yeah. So so don't take that as a as a requirement. But I think if you have the chance to do that, this is a an awesome chance to to know things that you don't get to know in a day job. And it's even better if your day job gives you enough slack, enough free time to explore things. But if it doesn't, try to get it yourself. What career objectives are you currently focusing on? So in my particular job right now, most of the time I'm focused on things that are related to the company. So most of my objectives center around making the company or keeping the company a great place to work at. And my main challenge there is to to with together with my colleagues, because I'm not managing this alone, but together with my colleagues, trying to find ways to um, maintain a healthy company culture even while the company is growing, because I'm really afraid of losing a lot of the cool stuff when companies become big, because I know so many really bad big companies, and that's not something that we want to become. So most of my objectives are centered around finding the right way to to manage that growth thing. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? Probably my number one non-technical skill that has helped me is that my English is kind of okay. So that may sound weird again, but I took an interest in the English language a long time ago, and so I, I you know, watched English movies and read English books. And for a non-native speaker, um, that helps a lot in in being able to have a conversation in English. So that is something that, for non-IT related reasons at all, I started out very, doing very early, and I've noticed that I sometimes have an unfair advantage about um, over coworkers or not coworkers, maybe about other people I'm involved with um, who have trouble expressing what they know and what they want to get across and what they what they what the goals that they have in a language they're not familiar with and sadly that is english most yes. words. not sadly but yeah. that is definitely english most of the time so i think um, being able to have a conversation in english is a critical skill and that has helped me a lot stefan can you share a parting piece of career advice with the it career energizer audience well, I think I've alluded to it before, but to me, the most important thing is that this is a job where you can have fun and you're supposed to have fun. And if you're in this industry and are not having fun, then you should probably switch your job, uh, switch your employer to somebody who allows you to have fun again. And finally, what's the best way we can find out more about you and connect with you? I used to point people to my blog, but that's been sort of defunct for a while now. So uh, probably the best way to get find out more about what I think and what I what I'm interested in is to follow me on Twitter. Um, and there are a lot of my talks and links to articles and stuff that I've done on my company page. Um, we, every, everyone at the company maintains their own, or there's a link for everyone at the company to their own stuff, writings and talks and s- such things. So I'll provide you with links to both. Great. Stefan, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. Thanks for having me. As always, my thanks go to my guest on today's show. You'll find a show notes page for today's episode on the IT Career Energizer website, which will be itcareerenergizer.com slash e and then the number of today's episode. I also want to thank you for your continued support. It's always great to hear from listeners, 
particularly when they have suggestions about potential guests or ways to improve the show. And this was one of the reasons for creating the new IT Career Energizer Community Facebook group. I'm really excited about taking the podcast forward and I hope that you'll continue to support and listen to the show as it continues to change and evolve. Thanks for listening and remember, if you're not growing your career, you're slowing your career. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.